All right, ladies and gentlemen, Pastor Eli James here, along with Pastor David Martins of South Africa. This is Voice of Christian Israel on Eurofolk Radio. Well, did I hear? Did I hear somebody yawning <laughs> in the background? There, that's a deep. That's no, a not sign. on this side. Pastor. No, that's a sign. You've got <laughs> COVID nineteen, Pastor Martin. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's amazing, Pastor. Mm-hmm. Good evening to you, and also good evening to all our listeners across the globe. Yes, yes. what a, a, a laugh we had just before the start of the show, Pastor, and I would wonder if you would want to uh, share that with the listeners. Well, yeah, uh, I put the link in the chat room here. The Babylon Bee has put up an article. The title is, Bible Experts Determine That Goliath Died of COVID-19. Right, and so it's just it's, it's wonderful that uh, people are beginning to ridicule this COVID nineteen nonsense because everybody uh, we know for a fact that people uh, who have hangnails or have been uh, r- driven over by a truck or died of a motorcycle act they're all being listed as COVID nineteen deaths. It's even, becoming even, yeah. Go ahead. Even if. Even a person dropping out of an aeroplane with a parachute that didn't open. <laughs> right. Well, see, he sneezed. <laughs> he sneezed, and that's why the from COVID nineteen. That's why the parachute didn't open. You see. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is, Poster, I'm, yeah. I'm, I was just thinking. Um, I took a stroll to the. Um, to the sh- to the shop to buy some uh, fruit and milk etc. Uh, earlier today, and um, I was thinking, how come nobody stands up and takes uh, on this whole um, fallacy? Yeah. And take the, the likes of Bill Gates and Fauci and um, Fauci and um, Kissinger and Soros. Why don't they take them to international criminal court? Right. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, because they they own the criminal court, <laughs> right? <laughs> so you, you you have to yeah you, yeah you have to find some other venue for uh you know an, yeah. on, an honest court. Good luck, right? I yeah. was, well, yeah. well, what you're saying now, if if they control the courts, it reminds me the way in which uh, John Calvin was controlling the court in Geneva. During the lockdown, the years-long lockdown of Geneva. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I wasn't aware of that. And uh, yes, he held, he, held, he held the whole of Geneva in lockdown for a number of years, and he appointed um, plain, plain clothes policemen to even spy on their neighbors, uh, whether they're getting into bed with their own wives. Wow. Uh, I thought. Yes. I thought Calvin was a Christian. Well, he was the father of Calvinism. Yeah, right. There you go. He was a Calvinist, not a Christian. Right, I know. But but remember also that his his birth surname was, he was known as John Cohen. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, John Cohen. Does that ring a bell? Of course it does. Yeah, Edomite. (laughs) That's a, yeah, for whom the bell tolls. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes. Yeah, right. Well, exactly. Yeah. Now, now he had a number of aliases. Um, oh. uh, when he, well, when he, he was born. Apparently, was John Cohen. He became John Cohen, C A U I N. And then, of course, when he went over to uh, Britain, he became John Calvin. Mm-hmm. When he came back to um, Switzerland, he became Johannes Calvin. Mm-hmm. So okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, depending on where he is. Uh, yeah, a lot of Jews, when they move from one country to the next, they have to change their names <laughs> to, to, to avoid be, being captured, right? To avoid being yes. captured, right? Yeah. But it's, yeah. One of their, it's one of their traits and their trademarks. Mm-hmm. But wasn't Esau, Esau the same? Right, right. Through history, he had changed his name until, in, 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 in the end, he... Um, uh, bastardized with the Kazarians and the Ashkenazis. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, the Pharisees. The Pharisees, they got the around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. 
So, uh, yeah, so before the show, you know, we were remarking on, on a report of a, a shooting uh, in, uh, in South Africa, and uh, I guess uh, the, what do you call it, the uh, farm murders have expanded to churches now from what you were reporting, and my comment was, well, yeah. what's ha- uh, all of this has finally come to America where the uh, injustice system of the ANP and the Jews who control South Africa has finally come to America, where Americans trying to defend themselves from black attackers, they get prosecuted and the black attackers get off scot-free. That's what's happening here in America. Go ahead. That is exactly what had been already uh, happening in South Africa since the 1960s, 1970s. Mm-hmm. And those days, it was under the uh, control of the Edomite, Kazarian, Calvinistic, mm-hmm. Protestantized Cape yeah. Dutch Afrikaners. Right. Of course, we know that they were Sephardic Jews. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they were protecting the, the blacks. Well, if we go back in history, we will find that uh, even after Jan Smuts, now we, we know Jan Smuts was a Sephardic Jew as well, or the descendants of mm-hmm. uh, the Sephardic Jews, and he was a very close with, uh, was it um, Weizmann, mm-hmm. who was the first uh, Israeli president um, of, of the fake Israel, right? Uh, Weizmann. Kayim, yeah, Kayim Weizmann. Yeah. And... Uh, Chaim Weitzman. Mm-hmm. Now, he was a, 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 a household friend. His parents were household friends with Weitzman. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's also amazing how um, he, he remember that he was now a general, or he was a general, or he was supposed to be a general in the, uh, in the Boers, um, in the Anglo-Boer War, on, but on the Boers side. Mm-hmm. But he was an exploiter, he was a misleader, he was, uh, in fact, he, he got the hiding of his life when one of the other generals found that uh, Jan Smuts was, in fact, giving their position away. Mm-hmm. And that is, um, I mean, he was an absolute traitor to the right. Boers. He was a deceiver, mm-hmm. a deceptor of, of kind. Mm-hmm. And yep. now, if, if we look at it, we, we can see that after Jan Smuts and Louis Boeta took, um, actually they did a state capture, Jan Smuts even commanded the, the, the Union Air Force to shoot and kill and bomb Boers that became, uh, they were retrenched from the mines because the blacks were cheaper labor. So the Boers were retrenched from their positions in the mines without compensation. So the mm. Boers started a, a march in Johannesburg, mm-hmm. and they were shot and killed by F- airplanes from the Union Air Force. Wow. The, the blacks who went on a strike afterwards and started looting and burning, they were merely rounded up and put in jail. Mm-hmm. But the Boers were being shot and killed. Right, right. Yeah, so, so we're seeing that this type of anti-white activity has begun in America, and... Uh, I know one of the first premises that you pointed out, the very first show that you and I did together, uh, please listen to these shows because what's happening in South Africa is coming to America, and here it is. Yes, absolutely. Here it it is. Okay. Well, so many people um, actually scolded us or scolded me and told me that uh, I'm – Telling a lot of lies. Uh, <laughs> David is spreading deception. Fearmonger. Fearmonger, right? <laughs> right? Well, my purpose is not to arise fear. My purpose is to put the people in into a clear uh, picture as to what is coming. That's and right. Pastor, I can tell you, looking at the prophecies, what I can see is far worse than we are currently having. Mm-hmm. Far worse. Yes, yeah. Yeah, because it's coming to everybody's household. Very, very few people are yeah. going to be able to escape this. All right. And that's been Absolutely. happening to, you know. Well, what is the current population of whites in South Africa with those murdered and injured, rounded up, and those who are managing to get out of South Africa? It's probably, what, since 1994, 
you have an estimate for us that half the white population uh, uh, Pastor, if 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 the whites count four million today it's plenty okay so many have emigrated to the states to uh, places like um, um, Russia Russia uh, New Zealand like Russia yes mm-hmm. um, and to know New Zealand and Australia and New doors are opening up to other countries. I don't want to mention too much about it, but other doors are opening up for the um, the Europeans mm-hmm. uh, in South Africa. And, of course, those that can afford to go are the Cape Dutch Afrikaners who have enriched themselves over the right. past uh, yeah. uh, nine generations by uh, disowning the Boers, by uh, robbing them, by thieving them, etc., in fact, I made a statement earlier today on, on Facebook, and I said um, somebody made a, a statement or had drawn upon an article where, which stated that the Khoi were robbed of their land by the uh, so-called settlers. No, it was not the settlers that robbed them of their land. It was the Edomite, Kazarian, Cape Dutch Afrikaners. Mm-hmm. In fact, what do the Cape Dutch Afrikaners have today that they did not steal? Yeah, right. Whatever they have today, they stole. Right. Well, whatever. Here again, it's it's exactly the same thing that's happening in America. The white man is getting blamed for everything that the Jews do. Yes. Right. And the same yes. relationship between the Boer people and the Cape Dutch Afrikaners. Exactly. Right. Well, Pastor, if you if you look at the. Um, uh, the dealings of the Dutch East Indian Company and the Dutch West Indian Company, you will find that in exactly the same way as the Dutch East Indian Company dealt with the settlers, whom were th- or whom eventually became the Boers, in exactly the same way they dealt with the settlers in the West Indies or, or on, on, on America, in Newfoundland, Be- because the settlers were disowned and treated like uh, scum by these Jews who had also settled. The Jews that had taken control of um, the the land of the cities of the um, and and the pioneers kept on tracking. Mm-hmm. Is yeah. it not by sheer coincidence that um, Father Yahweh said to to his people at the Mount um, Horeb mm-hmm. in in Sinai? He said to them, if they disobey his laws and commandments and his instructions, he, he will send the sword after them and they will disperse and they will be scattered abroad and eventually they will go to the uttermost ends of the earth. And every time he will test them, if they are obedient to his commands and his instructions and his... Uh, 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 and his um, um, Statutes, and, statutes. Yeah. Then, then, if they are disobedient, he will send the sword after them again. And then, if they still disobedient, he will then scatter them even further to the uttermost ends of the earth. Yes. and that is exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. Now, if we look at the history in South Africa, we will find that the Boers were totally, absolutely one hundred percent of the Boers that came to the Cape were uh, actually virtually drowned into Calvinism. Mm-hmm. And is it not exactly the same as uh, the pioneers in, in uh, America? Right. Yep. We're always running became... away from the Edomites and they keep on catching up with us. <laughs> right? Exactly. Yeah. That is exactly the thing. Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. I just posted here uh, on, on your chat area in Skype, because uh, we were talking about this yesterday at our meeting in Wisconsin. This is from the New American Democrats Draft 2020 platform. White people are the root of all evil. Okay. Now, now you can now you can know whom whom actually drafted that. Yeah. These Edomites. Yes. There you go. All right. No. No. Yeah. It was Cape Dutch Afrikaners. right so uh, let me just quote a little bit from here in 2020 it's definitely not okay to be white at the democratic national convention 
a draft of the DNC's 2020 Democratic Party platform obtained by Politico shows a frequent focus on racial issues with language that repeatedly accuses whites in America of benefiting unfairly from society at the expense of minorities. Well, now wait a minute. Before America had any minorities, they were banging at the door to be let in. Okay, now they're blaming us for exactly. wanting to come in? I don't think so. It, in Go South ahead. Africa, the whites are the minority and they are being banged for yes. so-called white privilege. Right. <laughs> in South Africa, South Africa is the only country in the world where the absolute great ma majority of the people who are in control and have been in control of the country since 1994, which makes it 26 years, Yes. still are being protected by laws right. against the, the small minority. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and to, to even make it, to take it one step further, Cyril Ramaphosa says that the lockdown will not end until full. Hear what he says. Until full uh, um, uh, uh, restitution. Empowerment yeah. has taken place. Oh, full, okay. What yeah. they call. Yeah, well, uh, um, of, black supremacy. <laughs> but they won't call it that. Possibly, but black supremacy is not based on a uh, on the basis of uh, capability. I don't know. But rather. Yeah. The base, the base, their base is based on the color of their skin That's right. and the party that they vote for. Yeah. Now, something that I want to say, what I read in the prophecies, is that in exactly the same way as Father Yahweh had uh, not just scorned, but he released his absolute, um, he, he vindicated the way in which Pharaoh and the Egyptians had treated these people against the Egyptians. Mm -hmm. Am I saying it right? Well, well uh, the, repeat. Uh, uh, repeat. He, Go ahead. He, Father Yahweh, when, when he told Moses to, to tell the, his people yeah. that they should prepare for the march out of Egypt, Mm -hmm. Father Yahweh, remember, he used Egypt to actually scorn yeah. the house of Jacob. Right. But when it came to, at, at the right time, Father Yahweh turned his whole aggression against Egypt for not wanting to release the right. house of Jacob into, well, oh, into freedom. Well, absolutely. As a matter of fact, uh, I've been, I'd say I have a dream recently that the, this is a repeat of uh, Israel being uh, let free from Egypt. But never, in the meantime, we have to be enslaved, <laughs> right? It seems like yes, our people but, but always yes. have to be enslaved before they realize what's happening to them. That, that they, they, go ahead. If you look now at the whole thing, Father Yahweh had said in 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 Deuteronomy, right? Deuteronomy, thirty. He said, Deuteronomy. He said that um, if his people return, if they repent and they return to his ways and his laws and his institutions and his instructions and his commands and are again restored unto him. Mm -hmm. He will turn all these, um, his wrath against mm -hmm. the people that oppressed, against mm -hmm. those that, and those nations that oppressed these people. Yeah. And I see this already going on. The, um, so many of these farm murders, I have the conviction in my heart that so many of these farm murders are leveled against the house of Esau, mm -hmm. the Edomite, Kazarian, Cape Dutch Afrikaners. Right. And also, and one must remember that the Father Yahweh had mentioned or stated on four occasions in the scriptures 
that the sins of the fathers will be visited upon by the children or unto the children of the and of the third and the fourth generations. Mm -hmm. yes. So in South Africa, if I go back in the history, I see so many occasions where the the how can I say the the fathers of the of the Boers had contravened the Father Almighty's instructions, mm -hmm. and by contravening his instructions, they have led, the, the, the events had led those instructions that were dishonored by the, the ancestors of the Boers are now being visited unto the children. And those children of the ones that contravened or were disobedient, that they made covenants and they made Bondgenootskappen um, is to make an uh, agreements right. with the with the uh, people of the of the okay. well, land. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah. The, right. Yeah. Well, that's that's uh, repeated often, and when uh, people of the whites of South Africa, be they Boer or uh, Cape Dutch Afrikaner, if you can call them white, at least they're perceived to be white. Uh, when they made an agreement with the uh, house of Mandela, they contravened Yahweh's orders. Uh, Deuteronomy 17.15. Deuteronomy said, yeah. let no non-Israelite rule over you. Yes, but there's, there's something um, beyond that. If you can recall, we, we've already spoken before about the 1914 rebellion. Mm -hmm. Can you recall? We spoke about yes, the 1914 yeah. rebellion. Right. Where many Boers were actually mowed down by the Union, um, the Union soldiers of right. Jan Smuts and Louis Boerta. Yeah, and they were Cape now, Dutch Afrikaners. Yeah, and they were Cape Dutch Afrikaners. When did? Uh, how many years is a generation? Well, some people say 40, some say 30. It varies. No, it's 40 years. If you look okay. at um, the, the terms that Father Yahweh had said, that the people will be in the desert so that the whole generation can die out. And they were mm -hmm. 40 years in the desert. Okay. Okay. And they were 10 generations in the, um, and, uh, under the uh, slavery of Egypt. Okay. Now, if you take a, just, just do some counting, 1914, the Edomite Kazarian Cape Dutch Afrikaners slaughtered numerous Boers for rebelling against having mm -hmm. to go and fight in a war against uh, their own people. But it was not just that. It was uh, a number of things that had actually accumulated that had the Boers up in arms and they decided to rebel. Mm -hmm. Now, that means if the scripture says on the third and the fourth generation it will be visited... Mm -hmm. It basically means that beyond 80 years, 80 years and beyond. Now, add 80 to 1914, where do you get to? 1994. I, my math, what I happened think, still in 1994? works. <laughs> yeah, Nelson Mandela happened, right? Exactly. All right. By now, the way, uh, don't lose your thought. Uh, we never shared this on the air, but you sent me yes. proof that Nelson Mandela has Jewish ancestry. Yes, Pastor. Okay. So if you want to finish I, your thought, we can go into that. Yes. Well, um, uh, coming back to this thing of the third and the fourth generation or the third and the fourth, well, mm -hmm. the third and the fourth generation. Being visited. You find that in, in 1914, the, the Edomite Kazarian Cape Dutch Afrikaner, well, Sephardic Jews um, called Cape Dutch Afrikaners, uh, mowed down. Mm -hmm. many Boers for rebelling against having to go and fight a war against their own people, the Germans. Right. Now, exactly 80 years later, the um, Nelson Mandela became the president. And, the, and Nelson Mandela, basically with the ANC coming to power, had now given the Boers an opportunity to open their mouths. Mm -hmm. If you consider, for example, that um, General Mani Maritz, General Mani Maritz, was murdered because he wrote a book. 
-hmm. exposing these Edomites. Um, General Mani Maritz did not bring it down to the Afrikaners per se, but he exposed the Edomites. He actually listed the protocols of the learned elders of Zion in his book that he wrote. Mm -hmm. So he and he was murdered. You can remember we visited General Mani Maritz's son, and I posed him with a question. I said, "Well, Mani, can you can you remember when we sat with him on the veranda at the uh, that old age home?" Yes. Oh, absolutely. Now, can you recall? I asked him whether his father was murdered or whether his father died, and he said to me. Remember, I even sat down on the veranda floor mm -hmm. to listen to him. Can you recall what he said? Yes. Oh, he said yes. to me that he, he went with his mother to the mortuary to go and identify his father. Mm -hmm. And he said to me, he turned to me, he said to me, David, I can assure you my father was murdered. Yeah. And remember what, what I asked him? Why would he have been murdered? And he said to me, because he wrote this book, that my Leva and Streva. Mm-hmm. Can you recall that? Yeah, yeah. But, well, uh, it, it, is, it is quite evident that General Mani Maritz was murdered by the, what I call, the Afrikanerdom Mafia. The Afrikaners right. Mafia, because they have been active for many years, and it, they still exist. Mm -hmm. In fact, I just prior to our coming on to the uh, show, Pastor, I posted on Facebook, well, earlier today, I posted a, 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 a posting on Facebook stating that um, so many of the Boers leaders and generals were murdered mm -hmm. because of the things that they said and the things they had done. They were murdered to get them out of the way right? by the Afrikaner Mafia. Yes. And I stated that I'm, I am of the opinion that I have been sought by the Afrikaner ma Mafia for the things I have been revealing, the things that I have been saying, because it's people are propagating this right across Facebook at the moment. As mm -hmm. we speak, I get so many notifications from people who are sharing very specific questions that I'm asking. Why is it that there is so much available in South African archives and the universities and the museums about the Edomite, Kazarian, Cape Dutch Afrikaners posing as Afrikaners and their yeah. history has reveled right across everywhere. Also, the Huguenots and the Huguenots history is being projected onto the Boers as if the Boers were Protestants when they came to the Cape. Mm -hmm. And I said, why is it that only the Huguenots have their own writings. Only the, the, the Afrikaners have their own writings, whether it be distorted or whatever. And everybody else is writing about the Boers, but nowhere can I find a writing of the Boers of themselves and by themselves. Even Andres Pretorius. Mm -hmm. Even Andres Pretorius has somebody by the name of Bantius writing for him and on his behalf. Why? Why doesn't Andres Pretorius, or why didn't Andres Pretorius write himself? He did, but it was confiscated and banned by these Edomite, Kazarian, Cape Dutch, Afrikaners. Pastor, mm -hmm. I'll tell you what, if I had to expose the true history that I have been able to lay my hands on, which emanated or which I managed to get hold of in overseas archives, I would be dead tomorrow. Right. I know it. <laughs> mm -hmm. These yeah. Edomites would be after me like, uh, well, exactly in the same way which had been stated in the past about the way in which they had dealt with the generals of the Boers in the early, yes. well, in the 1910s, 20s, mm -hmm. and even beyond. They sought them and they persecuted them by like wolves. They They... Right. They killed them, whether they shot them, and, and every time it was by accident. It was reported by accident, a, uh, what do you call it, a ricochet uh, bullet that oh, right. uh -huh. killed General Delaray. It's, it's just incredible how they find excuses for the yeah. 
um, the patching up of the the true or the messing up of the true history. Yes. Well, we in America have short list uh, Abraham Lincoln, James Garfield, William McKinley, John F. Kennedy. That's just a short list. We can add Huey P. Long, uh, many others who have been assassinated by the international Jew, right? And nobody realizes that the Rothschilds were behind all of these assassinations. Exactly. In, In South Africa... You will find that the um, the Africana Mafia have been um, friends of the Rothschilds ever since um, the the 1600s, or the the uh, I know the six in the 1600s the Rothschilds didn't exist, or they they didn't exist as Rothschilds, but they, their ancestors came out of the uh, exactly the same um, nations. Out of which the Edomites or these these Cape Dutch Afrikaners emanated from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So assassination politics has always been the province of the international Jew. Okay, mm. and uh, in many in most cases, the assassin was actually a Jew, a Jew who pulled the trigger. Okay. Yeah. In the case of Huey P. Long, it was a Jew who pulled the trigger. In the case of Abraham Lincoln, it was a Jew who pulled the trigger, <laughs> right? Uh, there and, was a, and, who were, and who was that that pulled the trigger, if you can recall? Oh, yeah. Uh, the uh, oh, um, oh, what's his name? <laughs> the, the, the assassination uh, assassin of Abraham Lincoln. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah, he, he was Jewish, but uh, he was a Bertha. I'm Bota. glad you mentioned Booth. that. Bertha, yeah, is a South African Booth. person. Booth, John Wilkes Booth. Wilkes. Yes, John Wilkes Booth was an ex-South African by the surname of Bertha. That's right. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And both both his father and grandfather were buried in cemeteries, Jewish cemeteries. Okay. Yeah, but he, but he was yeah. Bertha. His surname yes. was Bertha. Bertha, right? Exactly. Yeah, uh, he descended from South African Jews. All right. Exactly. Yeah. Well, but Pastor, <laughs> just before you say Jews, he descended from the same people out of whom the Afrikaners. Right. He was a Cape Dutch Afrikaner. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Right. I'm so glad yeah. you mentioned that because that put me on a new line on on, <laughs> and so many South African people don't know that. Mm-hmm. You know, they, I've, I've got. I've got people with the surname of Bota that are calling me a. Uh, uh, I'm dividing the nation. I'm. Um, I'm As I'm, you I'm should. Creating... As you should. We need to separate ourselves uh, from absolutely. these from these imposters. Absolutely, boss. Right. Okay. Nimblehorse, uh, this uh, Trotsky quote from 1917. We must turn Russia into a desert populated by white Negroes, upon whom we shall impose a tyranny such as the most terrible Eastern despots never dreamt of. The only difference is that this will be a left-wing tyranny, not a right-wing tyranny. It will be a red tyranny and not a white one. We mean the word red literally because we shall shed such uh, floods of blood as will make all the human losses suffered in the capitalist wars pale by comparison. And of, uh, of course... Oh, well, the biggest bankers across the ocean will work in the closest possible contact with us. If we will win the revolution, we shall establish the power of Zionism upon the wreckage of the revolution's funeral, and we shall uh, become a power before which the whole world will sink to its knees. We shall show what real power is. By means of terror and bloodbaths, we shall reduce the Russian intelligentsia to a state of complete stupefaction and idiocy and to an animal existence from the memoirs of Aaron Simonovich, quoted in The Nature of Zionism by Vladimir Stepin, Moscow, 1993. Okay, yeah, that's quite a quote. (laughs) But but that's exactly what happened. That's exactly yeah. what happened. And because Trotsky was a Zio communist, he was playing both games at the same time, uh, he would know. J- just as Albert Pike, with his prophecy of the three world wars, with the final war exactly. being a war of extermination between Christians and Muslims. Okay? Yeah. 
All right? So, yeah, this is the Third World War. It has started, folks. It has started. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Something that I something that I wanted to say, Poster, is that um, um, the in in this whole thing there was something that I wanted to say, and it's just split my as um, <laughs> slipped out of my mind uh, because there are so many things that follow out of this whole thing of um, what we've been talking about uh, um, in 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 uh, right in the beginning of this show. We started talking about what is currently happening in South Africa. What we have is, um, in in one particular instance, 10 used vehicles were stolen between 8.30 last night and 9.30 last night from a showroom in Pretoria. Okay. 10 vehicles stolen in yeah. one hour. That's incredible. Yeah. It's incredible. Over and above that, we have received notification that Tomorrow is going to be a total lockdown of the whole of Cape Town. Wow. Nobody will be able to move because of the blacks in Kailicha have sworn to the fact that they are totally dissatisfied with dissatisfied with things and they're going to cause great upheavals in the whole of Cape Town. Whether that is still occurring, I, I'm not sure of, but that was a um, message that I received earlier today and then. Uh, a farmer being killed close to Port Elizabeth, and then another farmer killed in uh, north of Pretoria. And this is how it carries on. Farmers mm-hmm. killed, farmers killed, farmers killed. and Yeah, um, no justice, no justice for whites. The blacks get away with murder, and the whites are prosecuted for using the N-word here in America. Can you see the inversion of justice? All of those people, all of those whites who voted for racial equality, so-called, are now paying the price. Okay. We are not obeying Yahweh's laws. Boaster, it is not the inversion of justice. It is the total subversion, virgin, no, subversion yeah, of yeah. justice. Yeah, no virgins here. <laughs> because, because what we had before, under white rule, we had justice that was applied righteously. Yes, for sure. But they weren't, but they weren't necessarily always favored. They were many times they were favored um, because when they burned down schools, the whites just had to rebuild out more money and go and rebuild the schools that were yeah. burned. They burn down the clinics, we go and rebuild the clinics. They burn down hospitals, we go and rebuild the hospitals. They yeah. burn down substations because they're overloaded and they don't pay for it. Yeah. Um, Soweto, the black sub- suburb, the, the um, traditional black suburb of Johannesburg, there is no black suburb in, in Johannesburg anymore. Every suburb is... So blackened that it's um, mm-hmm. and yeah, and they black, connect right. illegal connections onto the transformers and the power lines of ESCOM, and they, if they can't get their power f- for nothing, and and Pastor, you must know what they use the power for. Mm-hmm. They they for example they turn on the oven right. of the stove, and they open the oven door. For the oven now to heat up the whole house. Uh, right. <laughs> right. Well, yep. Another c- case that I heard somebody, and this is uh, quite a number of years ago, one of my friends had a, a multi story building in, in Heelbrow in Johannesburg, and he rented this out. Now he tried to prevent the occupation of blacks from going into these buildings. But at one stage, he said to me, Dave, I cannot keep them out anymore. Mm-hmm. Now, he also had his own security company, and the security company looked after his uh, his buildings. Right. And he said to me, on one day, he said to me that he rented out one of the flats. And two days later, he had a, a telephone call from the uh, occupier complaining that the stove doesn't work. Right. So, so he sent one of his handymen to go and look at the problem, mm-hmm. and he found that they had actually packed the oven with, uh, with with wood, 
Right. <laughs> and they've been burning wood in the oven and they complain right. that the, the plates don't get hot. Yeah. <laughs> or hot enough to right. <laughs> right. Well, the food. Well, do you recall when we were driving down one of the very, the super highways in South Africa were in good shape in 2014. I don't know if they still are, but we were driving yeah. by a black village and uh, it, it was funny because there was a subdivision that had all these toilets that uh, the toilets were installed, but the houses around them were not installed. It was a bizarre, it was a, it was a bizarre yes. trip. But uh, the lights were well, on in the daytime, and I yes. asked you, "Well, well why are the li- why are the lights on in the daytime?" And your response was, "Go ahead." Well, if if they turn the lights off in daytime time tonight, the electrical cables will all be missing. Right. <laughs> they they right? will steal the cables. That's right. So they have to leave the lights on, and uh, you know, I saw a photograph of a couple of black guys electrocuted when I, I guess they didn't realize the power was still on they tried to remove the yes. wires and they were both fried to a crisp this is how yes it happened so frequently both yeah. mm-hmm. this is life in south africa it happened so frequently that yeah yeah and that's all coming to america well, folks well, it's all coming to America, and in fact, Pastor, there is, um, and, and it's just only, we, we're only busy scrape, scratching the surface on this. There's mm-hmm. so much more. Yeah, right. Let me get back here to this Democratic Party platform, okay? The yes. preamble to the platform reads, quote, I mean, this may sound similar to the ANC before Nelson Mandela got elected, Quote, we will give hate no safe harbor. We will never amplify or legitimize the voices of bigotry, racism, misogyny, anti-Semitism, Islamophobia, or white supremacy. But they're engaging in bigotry against whites, very obviously here. So this is self-contradictory. Curiously, in the 15 times the document mentioned whites... It doesn't capitalize the word white the way it does blacks, Latinos, Asian Americans, and Native Americans. Every time whites are brought up, it's in a critical way. Often the platform vows to close the gap between white Americans and all other Americans without providing solutions. So what else is new? No solutions. What else is new? Just just rhetoric. Just rhetoric. And the yeah. problem is that white people believe this stupid, uh, self-contradictory rhetoric, rhetoric, hoping to avoid the obvious, the inevitable, which is an anti-white yeah. dictatorship. That's absolutely you've, you've got it, and it's coming to America if white people don't wake up. Both it is a um, uh, well, it's a, it's not a genocide. It is a genocide. Yes. But it is a self-induced genocide But because the more these blacks demand, the more the liberals give them, the more these Edomites give them. And the sad thing is they don't give them that which they have already stolen from the Boers. They want the Boers to give more so that they can give more. Well, one of the traits that I've actually mentioned on a number of occasions on Facebook and other um, uh, platforms is that the difference between the Edomite, Kazarian, Cape Dutch, Afrikaner, and the Boer. A Boer will stick his hand into his pocket to help somebody else. A Edomite, Kazarian, Cape Dutch, Afrikaner will try and get your money out of your pocket so that he can, first of all, scoop whatever he can and the remainder he will now be a do-gooder mm-hmm. and dish out and then claim and claim the fame to his helping somebody else on himself, not to those people who donated the money. We've seen that so many times in South Africa. It's rife in South Africa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, political and economic scams, it's all increasing. The, the total disintegration of society is happening all around us. You cannot, yeah. you cannot deal with these people. You, yeah. Sooner or later, the white man in America is going to have to stand up and fight. 
Yeah. Don't you have to? It's, the the, the, the yeah, sooner the better, Pastor. Yeah, absolutely. The if, sooner if, the I, if, if I look back 30 years, if the Boers stood up, only 30 years, if the Boers stood up 30 years ago, they could have taken full control back of the, the country mm -hmm. and eradicated this uh, black supremacism, these, this Jewish supremacism. Yes. But yeah. the, the Boers were lulled by the churches and uh, dissipated and uh, passivated by the mm -hmm. churches. Right. And one of the things that I can say, Pastor, is that there is a tsunami busy taking place of Boers rediscovering their true identity, their true history, and then also their true belief in, in Father Yahweh. It's just absolutely amazing. People ca calling me and people... People calling me late at night, early in the morning. Uh, yesterday morning, I was um, asked, at, at, it was, uh, I think, something like just before four. I was asked, uh, I was busy on, on my cell phone, on Facebook, and somebody contacted me and asked me, Dave, is it okay if I phone you now? And I said, yes, you're welcome. And I spoke with somebody for more than an hour on how they rediscovered their true identity, how they discovered their... Uh, Boer roots and how they discovered the the um, the truth in the scriptures, mm -hmm. and this is how excited people have become of the rediscovering their root and the or their yes. roots and their Amen. heritage. Amen. And this is so important. Right. Pastor, can I say something else? Yes, please. Somewhere there must be, somewhere there must be people also in in Israel listening to us. Mm -hmm. And I want to tell these people that might think of themselves as Messianic Jews, don't be misled. Don't call yourself a Jew, even if everybody else around you call themselves Jews, because Father Yahweh never called you a Jew. He called you a Yasharalite. Mm -hmm. Yashar right. means a prince, mm -hmm. to reign with Elohim. Yashar El, mm -hmm. not Israel, which means uh, to, to rule as God. Mm -hmm. that, that is what Israelite means to rule as God so, to rule but with God yes. mm -hmm. yeah 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 well I, I don't know if are you suggesting there might be some pure-blooded Israelites in in Judea today <laughs> yes absolutely okay Pastor. all right there might be yeah, there if, might be if, yeah. um, I'm, I'm very confident of it the, the, okay um, in exactly the same way is that there are uh, true True descend, descendants of the house of Jacob in Britain. True mm -hmm. descendants of the house of Jacob in, in Germany. True descendants of the house of, of Jacob across Europe. Of course, the vast majority of, are, are, of us are in European countries, right, including America, exactly, right? Exactly. Yeah, the vast been, majority. They, yeah. But they have been lured into mm -hmm. this deception that they are the heathens and that right. the, the, this false... Um, Edomites and Kazarians and Ashkenazis and the Sephardic Jews have assumed the title Jew mm -hmm. as if they are the house of Yahuda. All right. It's not Judah, it is Yahuda. Right. Yahuda, or Yehudim in the, in the plural, Yehudim in the plural, right? Yahudim, that's Yahud. correct. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So, so they they merely twisted these Edomites merely twisted the names slightly, right? So that it still sounds exactly the same. And even the name of Yeshua, they have the the, the Messi Messianic Jews are talking about Yeshua. Mm -hmm. It is so many steps closer to the name or the false name of the Messiah, which is the, Jesus, right? And mm -hmm. and so many of these Messianic Jews are are trying to identify themselves with these Judeo-Christian churches, believing that Jesus was the Savior. A when Jew. The, the name, <laughs> the, right. the name Jesus did not exist until the yeah. fifteen, uh, well, sixteen seventy-three, when it was inserted into the uh, King James version of the Scriptures. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, unless you know real history, you cannot uh, understand the Bible or, or uh, you know, Absolutely. any any historical document uh, unless you realize how language has changed in the interim. Yes. yes. But, yes. but it, was, it, it was changed with the purpose of yes. deception, Pastor. Mm -hmm. 
the names were changed for the purpose of deception. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So just as the Cape, Cape Dutch Afrikaners are impersonating the Boer, <laughs> right? The Jews have yes. been impersonating Israel for the last 2,000 years, okay? And, yeah. Uh, yeah, but they still, up until the Zionist movement began, which was like 1896 with the uh, yeah. Geneva Convention, uh, I believe it was the city of Geneva, the first Zionist con convention, uh, that's where they made a concerted effort to convince Christians that they are that the Jews are the Israelites of the Bible. Up until that yeah. point in time, it was not uh, it was not conceded. There was no such thing as Judeo Christianity. There, were, you know, the yeah. Christian world that parted company with the Jewish world, and it was mutual. There was no association yeah. except possibly in commerce, and that was it. Okay. Yeah. Christians but, but did not associate the... with Jews, and vice versa. Yeah. Back to you. One can one can ascribe it to one thing, and that is to identity theft. Mm -hmm. Now, the the true house of Jacob has this problem, that he has a multiple attempt of identity theft. First of all, these Edomite Caesarians and the uh, and all the the descendants and dependents, including the Ashkenazis and of course the Sephardic Jews who emanated from the Edomite Kazarians are trying to or have attempted, no, they've actually succeeded in identity theft of the true house of Jacob. And they're getting away with it. Yes. Now the in in the Edomite creation of the church, the Judeo-Christian church, they have now created a situation where the two field players in the attempt of uh, uh, the identity theft of the true house of Jacob, they have now created the two poles of the thesis and the anti-thesis. Mm -hmm. So they are—they seem to be fighting amongst themselves as to whom are the uh, the true inheritors. Remember now, I'm saying inheritors right. of the of the of being the house of Jacob, because right. the Christians believe that they are now spiritual Israel. Right. And the Edomites are Real purporting Israel. to be true Israel. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> well, yeah, there's suddenly a flood of groups now claiming to be Israel. You know, first, we including are... Blacks. Including blacks. Including blacks. The Hebrews, as we like to call them, right? The Hebrews. And yeah. Uh, yeah, and so everybody wants to be Israel now, <laughs> right? Yeah. It's like it's a it's a fad. It has become a fad. All right, but uh, yeah, yeah, and uh, but this impersonation, this uh, identity theft, is really the main problem. That's the true cause of all evil in the world, not white people. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's the true be cause. Because the be because the white people or the true house of Jacob have become so. Uh, confused about who is Jacob and who is... In, in fact, there is a song in South Africa that we've been sung, singing for years. It goes like this. Father Jacob, Father Jacob, slaap jy nog? In other words, Father Jacob, are you still asleep? Listen to the church bells. Listen to the church bells ringing. Mm -hmm. And this is so, this is so indicative of how they are actually ostracizing the true house of Jacob, because it says, Father Jacob, mm -hmm. are you still asleep? Right. Listen to the church bells ringing. Mm -hmm. Well, the church bells are ringing our death now, or that's how they see it. That's what they Their want. Death, Pastor. Mm -hmm. Well, ultimately it will be theirs. Yes, ultimately it will be theirs. What, what I do know is that Father Yahweh promises his protection over his people again and again. Mm -hmm. in, 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 in Deuteronomy 30, he actually says, it's so clear, if his people return, in spite of everything that they have done, in spite of the fact that they have been, uh, that he had sent the sword after them for being disobedient, and in spite of the fact that they had been dispersed across this planet, and the scripture says, even unto the four corners of the heavens, mm -hmm. he will 
but he will again hear their call when they humble themselves and they repent and they return to his laws and his instructions yes. and his uh, commands. Yes. How wonderful. Second he remains. Yes. He remains true in spite of the fact that these people had become basically spiritually warring against him. Yes. Yeah, throughout history, our people have been constantly rebelling against him. And this is why Yahweh has never preserved more than a remnant of our people. Okay. After every catastrophe that befalls us, the righteous remnant prevails. Absolutely. And the unrighteous die. This is Yahweh's judgment upon us. Uh, Christians don't want to believe that. But that is exactly how it works. Okay. Revelation Revelation 17 and 18 clearly identifies whom the the, the war of Babylon is mm-hmm. and then also her judgment. Yes. Right. Second Chronicles 7:14 If my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and not make exactly. common cause with the Jews <laughs> and turn from their wicked ways then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. The problem, Hallelujah. the problem, Pastor Martins, is that the Judeo churches, and in your case, it's the Cape Dutch Afrikaner churches, will not yeah. repent. They will not. But, but Pastor, it's not given unto them to repent because they Edomites. Yeah, right. Yeah, but the Judeo... You know you know what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. But there's too many of our people in those churches who will not repent. Okay? So, Pastor, I'm I'm seeing a flood. I'm absolutely seeing a flood of Boers turning away their backs on the churches and, and, and yielding to the spirit of Yahweh. Yes. I'm, I'm seeing a daily. Yes, uh, fantastic, fantastic. Where uh, you know, it you hasn't... won't believe. Yeah, yeah. You, you won't believe that this past two days, we've been. Um, I was contacted about two and a half months ago. I know we're just about fin- done. Yeah, just about uh, about a minute and a half. Yeah, okay. Well, a few weeks ago, I was contacted by somebody and asked. In fact, I was placed onto a WhatsApp group. Which had the name, or which has the name, um, to fast and pray for the for the our Boer people or for mm-hmm. the people. Yes. And so, for the past two days, we've been humbling again and fasting and praying unto Father Yahweh to come and heal our people. Right. I've been praying for Father Yahweh to to yes. to create the circumstances for the Boers to. To mm-hmm. turn back to Father Yahweh. Amen. Amen. And yeah. I can see it. The, I'll tell you what, this past two days have just been tremendous okay. on Facebook. I'm, I'm just sorry you're not on Facebook anymore. I can't find you on Facebook. Yeah, they keep booting me off. It's just too much trouble to get back on. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Persona non it's grata. just amazing. Right. It's just amazing, Pastor. I'm getting so many notifications of people sharing that's my great. postings, and it's fantastic. So I go and make a posting about. Uh, I thank my Buddha friends, my Buddha friends, yes. for sharing this, and they even go and share that. Yeah, it's just amazing. <laughs> yes, yes, but yeah, and there is an. Yeah, the awakening is happening. It just needs to come to America. It's starting in your country, all right, and it will yes. come to America. And we in Christian identity are the leaders. All right. Thank you. Hallelujah. Praise Yahweh. And see you next time. Praise thank Yahweh. you. Praise Yahweh. Thank you, Pastor. Yeah, Be thank blessed. you. Yeah, you too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.